boys and girls, geeks of all ages, it's time for the show you need in your life. It's time for Ed. It's time for Sean. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 202, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Did you forget? Uh, yeah, and I looked like four times before we started. So, uh, <laughs> I'm like, is this two? No, it's not 201. We just did 201. Yes, yeah, 201. <laughs> this is 202. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, you may be wondering why it sounds a little quiet. It's because we're in two bib production studios. That's right. Something she didn't know what two bib stood for. Really? So I had two boobs in a basement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> two boobs, and we're in a basement. See? <laughs> and as you just heard, Stacy is with us uh, again. Thank you, Ed, for introducing me. You're he welcome. doesn't have any manners. <laughs> uh, I love you too, sweetheart. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so um, I had an unfortunate um, meeting at my job today, so we... We're going to be on late, way later, good live. So I was like, hey, let's just do a show, normal style, go old school. Yo. No. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are in studios to talk, give us uh, our take on our activities for the week. Yes. So, Ed, would you like to start? Yeah, because I didn't do much too much. I know you guys got more <laughs> stories than I will. So uh, I'll start off with, uh, you know, I really didn't do too much. The only thing I really did was something I, I haven't done in a long time was actually go to Best Buy and buy something, <laughs> which is a rarity for me. <laughs> Um, I had time on Friday, and I just figured, oh, my lunch break, I'm just going to go to work because I'm near Best Buy. I'm going to go right. over, take a look. And I bought Kingsman, the, the, the Secret Service. Oh, okay. For eight bucks. Not bad. Yeah, you know, on Blu-ray. So I was, like, excited about that. I was like, I'm like, wow. Like, you know, I had to buy it because I'm like, eight bucks, not even $10. Yeah, sold. Sold. <laughs> that was my lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, uh, I don't, I don't have a really, a really exciting life anymore. I, I did watch though. Uh, I have my DVRs starting to get full filled up, so I'm like, I got to get rid of some of the shows. I was, oh, yeah. uh, American Dad, which has only been on TV, so I'm starting to watch those. But I, one of the shows I watched was uh, Sci-Fi's presentation of Comic Con. Yeah, how was it? Whew. Bad. <laughs> that was bad. Right. Will Arnett starred in it uh, as the host, and uh, he brought out four people. He kept bringing out stars, right? And it was basically talking about his career, basically. Well, you know, that seems like Will Forte's <laughs> shtick. Yes. You know? So Will Arnett. Uh, Will Arnett. Yes. Will Forte's a different actor. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I mean, like, I think you had to pretty much like follow their app, like their sci-fi app or, or their Twitter uh, or okay. Facebook, because that's what they were kind of pushing more on those kind of things. And it's just like, yeah, but I'm watching you. I'm like, I'm not going to have my phone out and like, go right. you know, look at like the, the, the sci-fi app and see what they're talking it's like about. A, a live one hour show to kind of push an app so you can get 24 hour coverage on this Comic-Con. Yes. Gotcha. You know, and I just kind of was like, eh, this is kind of stupid, you know, and then because they promised like all this cosplay, they were going to have a contest. Right. And apparently they must have had the contest during the weekend, but they only showed the one hour. So it's like. What's the point? Like, <laughs> right? Well, I thought it was supposed to be like all like all weekend long. There's like three shows. Uh, it, it, I guess only it, I produced guess it, the only they only shot and uh, showed the one. Wow, as far as I know, I guess it didn't do as well as they were hoping that first hour. And they're like, a, cancel the rest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So that was that was pretty much it for for me. But I mean, uh, how about you guys? Uh, what fun have you been doing this week? Well, I had 
a rare opportunity to have the house to myself for a couple of days. Yeah. Because uh, she's uh, got a part-time gig uh, keeping an eye on my nephew until he gets ready to go to kindergarten or first grade. First grade. First grade. I'm a bad Ooh. uncle. <laughs> wow. So uh, while my sister and my brother-in-law are at their respective jobs, he's kind of been home for like the next two and a half, three weeks. So right. they asked her if they could help her out, help them out. And she's like, sure. So Monday and Tuesday I had those rare moments of like, Oh, I got the house all to myself. Like, this is weird. You know? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> She's only been here for a month, but I'm so happy. I have, I have time to myself now. I didn't say I was happy. It was just weird to have the house to myself. I was like, wow, I could do just about anything. Like, <laughs> like, so after the hour of running through the house naked, what did you do? <laughs> I, uh, well, well, it was Monday and Tuesday were pretty much my, my the only two days by myself. Yes. Um, so Monday, I spent a shit ton of time playing No Man's Sky. Okay. Um, was able to finally get off the, that original planet because I, I started getting like... I found that once you get all the animals yeah. and you get the big payoff for discovering everything on the planet, you pretty much can take off. Or you can continue wandering. Like apparently, I just read an article where a guy spent like the first couple weeks on that planet to find his, his ship and his backpack or like fully maxed out. And he learned the language of one of the races 100%. I'm like, wow, that's a lot, a lot of time on one planet. Yeah. You know, um, I guess he must have started off at a pretty decent planet where it wasn't like your life supports failing. It, it felt like, remember back when we played Gauntlet, yeah. it was elf needs food badly. <laughs> that's kind of how I. It, it Hero like, is about to die. Yeah, it's kind of how I felt like No Man's Sky's robotic companion kind of feels like at times. So I was able to kind of you know get that in, and while I'm doing wash, you know, like you know, because it was like, yeah, sit back, relax, eat whenever I wanted, you know, yeah. I was like, yay, <laughs> you know, smear peanut butter on my body, You're like, ah, <laughs> dogs licking it off. <laughs> oh, it's like the single life again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then t- Tuesday, I was able to watch the um, the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman. Okay. I I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it a, a little too much. No. <laughs> a little more than the original cut. Okay. Because when I walked out, I mean, okay, the Martha thing is still going to be a, a, a little... It's uh, a weak plot point. It's a weak, a weak moment for me. Yeah. But they fleshed out the whole why the government is so interested in having Superman account for what he was doing in the Middle East for that mm. interaction. Um, because it, it fleshed that story out. You got to see... They made a big deal about the girl from Sucker Punch being in the movie. That, yes. That all her scenes were cut out. And honestly, she was basically lab tech number three. Right. Like, it wasn't really like a, oh, my God, they got this major actress to be in this movie. What role is she going to play? She played literally a nobody. Yeah. Just It just was a, a plot point for Lois and her, her mission to find out where that bullet, you know, was being... Subsidized for well, I mean, you're, I mean, I understand why her scenes got cut. To be honest, because I did see, I also right. did see the uncut version, and it made sense. But it actually did flush out the whole like scenario of figuring out what that bowl was from, right. and like where you know, like kind of like that whole conspiracy theory that was going around about this bullet that was just made because it was made for the military, and like right. how did they get their hands on it? These uh, um, people. Yeah, I also liked um, they fleshed out Lex a little bit, not a lot, but I mean, mm-hmm. definitely the scene where right, right after in the original cut where the SWAT team comes into the Superman's you know ship and they have the guns all on, on Lex. Mm-hmm. In the original cut, they just have him, but in in the extended cu- ultimate cut, they have um, I think it's Steppenwolf. They, you know, he's like in the pool and he sh- splitters out and 
goes off into the distance. Right. And then, you know, then they arrest, you know, Lex. It makes sense why Lex was, seems to be so unbalanced at the end and to say, hey, there's something bigger coming, you know, to tell Batman that that, that moment, like, well, you, they already know that God is, that God is dead. Mm-hmm. Like, in the original cut, you're like, well, why the fuck does he have, what, huh? Like, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? But right. then when you see that scene, you go, Oh, he probably had an interaction, blah, blah, blah. You can kind of make a leap in logic at that point. Right. Um, I, I think the reason why, another reason why they cut out all the, like the woman who was in, at, at the councilman, the African-American woman talking mm. about the things, you find out more about her story that her parents weren't killed. She was being paid off to say these things. Right. To, to f- spurn the suspicion. But I think that the reason why all those scenes were cut was because it would have, let the cat out of the bag that Lex was behind this whole thing from the beginning mm. earlier on in the movie than they wanted they wanted to wait to that big reveal of Lex going I know you're Superman and I know he's Batman <laughs> you know you kind of go oh Lex is behind the whole thing the whole time so that means he must know it, it, they want the aha moment in the theatrical where the ultimate was kind of like Oh, okay. So he does kind of know, and here's the reasoning for it. Yeah, yeah. It, it fleshed that out. And I, I mean, it's three hours. I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it more because the fact that when they fleshed out the whole Superman talking to his father, like you yes, see that scene, that's you go, right. "How did that happen?" Like you know, it was a big question mark. Like in my, and I had anyway, yeah. and I know a lot of people did. And I was like, it explained it. It, it was a. a, a, a a, a dream, dream, kind of, illusion like, type of thing, or a, a, like a mirage. Man, man going up to mountain to, to face, you know, like all I needed was some peyote and be in the middle of a desert. It would have been a, a like, Doors movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riders on the storm. <laughs> this is the end. You know, that kind of, yeah, I guess so. Instead, you know, you have the, oh, Superman music. Yeah. Um, But I enjoyed it. I mean, I also, too, like, I don't I, I, Honestly, I thought the Blu-ray looked better than the theatrical. Like, at home, watching it on my TV, I was like, wow, the picture's kind of clear. But I remember being in the theater and going, it's kind of dingy. Like, it felt dirty, like, yeah. darker than it actually was. So I think someone went, when we put this on Blu-ray, let's turn the contrast up just a little. Like, let's, you know. Because, <laughs> let's clean it up a little bit. It's still a little too dark. Because when you saw, when I, saw, I remember seeing in the theater, when you finally see Wonder Woman, her colors looked more muted. Like it was more like a, a darker blue and like a darker red from her outfit, but then when you see it in the in the Blu-ray, it looked like it popped more. Mm. You know, it was like, oh, okay. I wonder if they did that on purpose because now they they released you know the trailer for Wonder Woman, so it's all like, ooh, look how bright and shiny it yeah. is. Well, I always remember the eighty eighty nine Batman when when you got it on VHS because it was a fourteen DVD and. It would be so dark that you could barely see the fighters because yeah. in the, on the theater it was so lit that you yeah. could see everything. But then when you got in the home and on the VCR, it was like, "Who's he fighting? What? What's, what's going on?" What <laughs> and then uh, no, rest of the week was kind of normal. Um, then yesterday, well, yesterday being Saturday, yeah. uh, the little lady and I took an adventure. We were going on an adventure, Ed. It did. We went to the <laughs> Philadelphia Renaissance Fair. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, to me. <laughs> Everything's a the, the PA Ren Fair. Is that better? Yes. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we got so up early, took a drive, hour and a half drive out to Lebanon, Pennsylvania uh-huh. to go see. It was nice to remember how to get there. Basically, straight line uh, and a right. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. And there you are. Um, 
It was it was nice. They had it was the um, myths and legends weekend. Okay. So everyone had like, uh, and it was also like, hey, bring your pet to work, bring your pet to the park day. <laughs> Cause I think there was like a lot of dogs walking around, people dressed as you know in their in their Ren Fair costumes. Yeah. Their, their cosplay. Um, it was fun. I mean, I you know it's it's the Renaissance Fair. I mean, I enjoyed myself. Did you have to see any shows or? We did see the pirate was the uh, Regis Rogue. Yes. I think it was their names. Yeah, it was basically four, five, five pirates, you know, doing like a little song and song show, a little naughty show. All right. Anymore. And then we went over to see uh, Stella Circus. Circus Stella. Circus Stella. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shut up. Go ahead, baby. You can go. <laughs> I'm getting everything wrong. It was yesterday. I forgot it all. Um, Circus Stella. Um, and I always like when every the last time we went, she was there. Yeah. But this time she had her husband. I don't remember. I don't remember her being with him last time I saw him. Okay. So it was like her, her husband, and her, and they had their pets there too. Like obviously they bring bring your pet to work day. Yeah. I'm assuming they're part of the show every weekend now. You know, um, because of. They were there and they had like, hey, look, here's my dog climbing up a ladder. Like, how cute that is. I can hear some food. And it was, it was, it, it was entertaining. It was like an entertaining hour. Mm-hmm. Like, I always enjoy because there's like the whole she climbs the silk rope thing and does the spinning around kind of stuff. And right. Then they had like a little wire walk, oh, wire walking act. It was, it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, you got anything there, babe? No, I mean, it was, um, I've been to Renaissance, we call them festivals, not fairs, okay. but I've been to them before because Texas has a couple of them, but never been to Pennsylvania one, and I really, really liked them, so um, it was it was a lot better than what I expected it to be, because you know, my, pen, my opinion was biased, I was like, well, it's not Texas's, but <laughs> at a really, really good time, so like I walked out, was really, really happy that we got to go. Okay. Um, went and ate at a place called Anchor and Mermaid. And it was like um, a restaurant dropped in the middle of of the Ren Fair. Okay. Um, so you actually have to go down inside. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah they said that was one of the new things. But it was wasn't. Like, yeah. Um, they only had like four choices of of plates, varied from like a, a area. Like I think he got the. I got the English. It was basically um, it was called beans, um, uh, sausage and mash. Okay. You know, where it was bangers and mash. Bangers yes. and mash. Thank okay. you. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little. There were like soft pork sausages. Yes. And mashed potatoes with gravy. Yes. She got the New World, which was like a which was like a, pro- pot, a pot, pot roast. roast okay. You know, too. With vegetables and mashed potatoes, but then there was a um, uh, what they call a vegetarian, which was mac and cheese with asparagus. Okay. And there was another one that um, I forget what it was. A, the Scottish one, so it was basically um, haggis. Not haggis, but uh, corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Okay. You know, so it was like this, and that was pretty much your, there were your only options. Okay. You know, so I mean, but it was nice because, like I said, it's right by. And then again, I'll say this to Ed because he'll go, "Oh, I know everybody else who's never been to Pennsylvania Fair is going to be like, well, it doesn't matter, but." You know where the pirate ship is? Yes. It's right next door to the pirate ship. Okay. Like, they kind of added some stuff in that, what they call Swashbuckler's Cove. Yes. You know, and it well, was there. I know, the, like, the last time I was there, they built an outside bar near the yes. pirate ship. And then they had this building, which was 
to me a wasted space, and that's probably where where you yeah, were at this, was, this thing because, because on the outside of that building was the bar that you were talking about. Yeah, because it was used to be like a wine shop, and then they used to sell cigars in there, and that was kind of like their, their right, the two things you would you would buy from this place. And I'm like, this these two things could be a small shop somewhere else. Well, that someone must have listened to you because, yeah. and when you walk away from the the tavern, you might want to say right. There is a little guy who's sitting there with the the barrels for to sell cigars. Okay. And then there was like other little shops along that path that kind of whatever was inside there. They're like, no, you guys are out because we can actually make. Um, it was a, it wasn't a huge restaurant, but it was a decent size. It was kind of empty when we went to eat, but I think it was it was an, it's a nice break in the day because mm-hmm. and the meal like you figure okay I mean. The plate, the bangers and mashed plate I had was basically mashed potatoes and, and the, the little sausage is kind of, I gotta be honest, the, the sausage had the color of consistency that like, looked like poo. Like it looked. That's, that's a bangers and mash. Yeah. <laughs> it's a grayish color, yeah, like a grayish was, brown, was, like kind of, and looked, you're like, yeah, I'm eating shit. Yeah. It didn't look appetizing at all, but it was really good. It was and good. Also, and it wasn't like a huge plate. It was just enough to be filling because when we walked, both walked down, it was just like, whew, that was actually kind of good because mm. you felt like. All right, I had a meal, and now I can walk off that meal, and I didn't feel like I was like, oh, you know, more mean, wench, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was really good, and it was affordable, too. It wasn't, like, outrageously, like, you know, for the two of us, it was, like, 40 bucks. That's good. You know, so it was not bad. Yeah. We had to including, like, a tip, even though the tip was included in the meal, but we're from the, hey, just because you give them a little something extra. Yeah. You know, they're working hard. They're in their little outfit. You know, it's it's not air-conditioned. Which kind of sucked. I don't know if they did that purposely or if it's just you know. Uh, well, they don't have really too much electronics running through the whole the whole fair. If you true. noticed, I mean that's the thing. I mean there's not too much uh, uh, electricity because they don't have a lot of things. The only thing they have is like credit card machines, really. To right, and then you, know, you do that on the phone. And whoop, yeah, yeah. yeah, now it's like Wi-Fi, so they don't have to really worry about that too much. But they want to keep it as as traditional as they right. can without you know. Of course, though. Once you step in those gates, you're propelled into another world. Of, right. Like, hey, look, there's a guy dressed like a gesture next to a guy wearing an ACDC shirt with a kilt. <laughs> like, you know? Because <laughs> he's in character. <laughs> you know? Like, we did see, we saw this one girl, um, skinny as a twig, but she was wearing, they were called the calf. They're called heelless high heels. Okay. Um, it's basically in high a high heel without the high heel part. Okay. And all of your weight is supported on the balls of, of, your, of, feet. Your, of your feet by okay. your toes, not the the heel ball part. Okay. Um, I was sitting down getting a henna when she walked by, and then after we were done, I was like, "Did you see that?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I feel very sorry for her because I've walked in those shoes before. Your calves are on fire by the time you're done because you have to." With regular heels, you can kind of put the weight on the the back balls of your feet, mm-hmm. and it's okay. But with those, you have no choice but to be on your toes. Yeah. Um. You can, so you constantly have to be a ballerina almost the yeah, whole you get, time. Right. You're tippy toeing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And wow. they they looked like hooves, and she had um these stockings on that made it look like they were fur. Um. What's the name of that animal? Uh, it was like a like a pan. Like a like um. I would say um. Not a centaur because a centaur's horse. This is the goat, and yeah, you're a, a pan. A pan, yeah. yeah. Like uh, what do you call it? Danny DeVito's character in, in Hercules. Uh, in Hercules. Hercules, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so, but it, she was cute. Um, 
Did she work there or she was just a customer? No, I think that she was just someone that dressed up because she had a boyfriend was with her and he was in regular clothes. Yeah. So it was kind of her thing. Yeah. He but was she had like a cute like, little skirt on and like a cute little leafy top and um, elf looking ears with like little horns. Okay. And this little head wrap flowery thing. But the whole as she walked by, I was like, "Oh, poor girl, her legs gonna hurt so bad." When she, <laughs> on top of walking on gravel and up the little hills that are yeah. going throughout the whole thing, there's no way her legs felt good after that. There's no <laughs> way. Yeah, because she also likes like she had no like I said it must it she had like no muscle tone whatsoever. Her legs were like twigs. Yeah, I'm like hundred pounds soaking wet. Yeah, easily you could go and she'd be. Mm-hmm. Fawn on her ass. Fawn on her ass. <laughs> you know, it was just like, right. and of course, you had your other people like walking around dressed. Um, there was a guy dressed like he had like like all chains and leather. I saw a couple. Ooh, of that's 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 tough. And yeah, when you, you see all that people walking around going, do, do you ever think about how hot you're going to be during the course of the day? That's that's you know when I when I was I used to do it a lot. Was that was the first thought I had was the heat. Cause like when we used to go, we used to go later in the season when it starts to get colder. And I had these cloaks, and I wore the cloaks the first time in like August. I'm like, no, this ain't happening. I put right. in the car, so now I ended up with like short sleeve shirts, uh, you know, like yeah. type of thing. I was an archer, so I had this this uh, a, a turkin over over my shirt, and it was a very light turkin, so it wasn't like I was sweating at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And then, you know, I had like regular pants and boots that were like up to the knees, and that was about it, you know. And then. Yeah, usually by the end of the day, though, I you could feel it. Like I was like, yeah, this is this is too much. Again. Yeah, you're like, <sighs> <sighs> you just feel the sweat just sliding down the crack of your ass. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't have that feeling, but <laughs> I, could, I, I can relate a little. There's bit. a bunch of people just went, oh, I hate that feeling. Like you know, <laughs> you know, they had did um they had more clothes shops. It seemed this time around. Okay. Because it's been a while. Like, last time I went was with you was, like, maybe, like, three, four years ago. Yeah. You know, about that. So, it felt like they added more shops, more to do stuff. Like, the whole games area kind of expanded out a little bit more. Okay. They added, I mean, you, you, yeah, sure, you have the, the, the ninja stars, the axes, the knives. They changed the styles of the axes. They're not the, just metal axes. They're, like, tomahawks a little bit. Okay. So, they're a bit lighter. Yeah. So, they're a little lighter still. The level of difficulty is still the same. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially you know you're like, oh, I could do this. I've seen I've seen tons of movies. I know how to throw a, a bat. I know how to throw an axe. Seen it, you know, seen it a million times. Done in Lord of the Rings. Dunk, nothing sticks. Dunk, <laughs> nothing sticks. Right off, yeah. Or hey, look, I'm a big fan of Robin Hood. Let me get a red bow and arrow because I'm gonna know how to shoot that sucker. And they want you to hold it like kind of sideways and pull it back. Gangster style. Gangster style. Yeah, like oh yeah, and didn't hit a single torque. Like, you know. And then, uh, well, it's a lot easier, believe it or not. I mean, because I, I shot a lot of arrows right. through the years, and sideways is a lot easier to shoot than mm-hmm. the straight up and down, like you oh, see in the movies. Also, I have to work on my, my, my muscle too, because I pulled back and can start of feel my arm <laughs> wiggling. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh my God, you go to the gym, you fucking pussy, man up. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to work on my bowstring. Uh, well, it depends, on, <laughs> it depends on the strength, because like, like a standard would be 80. Like, 80, you could probably rip no problem right. and shoot them away. But when you get up past 100, it's like 100. 20s when they usually tighten it that tight. Right. That's when your arms are like, like rubber. Like, like, yes. Yeah. I was like, hold on. I'm like, ah. I was like oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, oh, that's how fast my my arm was shaking. I was just like, be a man, be a man. Thunk. Miss. Miss. Yes. <laughs> and and then, I think they do that on purpose. I really do. Probably. Probably because, you know, I mean, I did win a, a silver coin for, uh, they added a new one. It was uh, throwing a cannonball into a cannon. 
It was a black softball, basically. A black softball into a big giant milk jug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the metal milk jugs. Yeah. So basically, it was like you had to throw it in. And I was expecting the carny trick of, because I threw it in and it went through, but then it bounced out. I was expecting the old carny trick of, no, it's got to stay in there. Yeah. But it, he guy countered it as a win. I was like, all right. So I got, I got a, a, a shiny piece of silver. Which was basically just a silver plastic coin. <laughs> Which we didn't cash in. She's no. got somewhere. <laughs> Bit into it. Yeah, it's real plastic. <laughs> two bits. <laughs> That's how much it's going to cost if we get by two fucks. And then I, into. I also did the uh, hammered thing, you know, the... Um, with the bell at the with top. The bell at the yeah. top. Yeah, I, didn't get, I got to Noble, which was one under the night, you know, right before the bell. It's like, all right, you know. Over the head, downward slam. Slam, yeah. Um, I mean, overall, it was a good day. I mean, it was it was it, it was nice to be there because I since it's been four years since I've been there, to look at it and go, wow, that's so. I don't remember that. I don't remember this. I tried chocolate covered bacon. Did you? Yeah, there's a right by the shop because uh, again, I'm gonna say this: best money for your investment is a nice eight dollar mm-hmm. Renaissance Fair mm-hmm. commemorative cup. Yeah, because for eight bucks. You can it's yours to keep, but you can go to other stations that and for like a dollar fill it up with soda. Yeah. Or if you just want water, it's a free refill. Yes. So it, it's it's like, and it's something to take home. Right. And it has a a lifetime refill, so it's not just this year. Because like if we were to go back next weekend, we would be able to use that cup again. Right. Yeah. But it'll be next year and the year after that. So it's like you. Spend well, I changed that. Bucks. They used they used to they well I mean of course there are a lot of pe- people go well, how they tell you know like uh, mm-hmm. you know because different used to, colors I would think yeah. But uh, I guess that's great, though, that they, they – I guess they got tired of making different cups every year to, to do it. So they probably go, ah, screw it. We'll just – They also added, too, one thing I didn't know, season pass parking because you can buy a really? season pass. So like when we pulled in, there was like a whole section for season pass holders. I was like, that's new. And it's obviously it's closer to the park than where we parked. But we didn't park too far because we got there early enough to be able to – no, they had that. They had that. Really? I yes. don't remember that. Yeah, because uh, I think uh, uh, we were season pass holders oh. a couple of years, and we got that special parking, which is really nice because you, yeah, it, it saves a lot of walking. Especially, if you're, if, yeah. yeah. Especially, you don't get there early because it's like you never, you never, you forget how much walking there is involved in there until you have to walk back to the car. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, I okay, I'm old. I have bad knees, so I many times I'm like, oh my legs, just on a normal day to day basis. But she was bitching about her thighs the entire time. Not, I mean, because it was a lot of walking for her. In my defense, Friday, my legs hurt. And then I slid down his sister's stairs and yeah. hurt my legs even worse. So I just knew that walking around Saturday <laughs> was going to hurt even well, it, worse. It's, it's just a workout no matter what. Yeah. And even if you were healthy and 100%, you were still going to feel a burn on your legs oh, because yeah. of all the unevenness of the grounds and the hills Especially and the, the gravel and the dirt and the yeah. paved going from one to another is tough because like when we do Disney – like I don't care how many times I've done Disney, it hurts every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And no matter yeah. what park I go to, it hurts. Like at the end of the day, I'm lying and I can feel my feet just throbbing away. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And especially like to get out, you have to go up that one final hill. Yes. So it's like, oh my gosh. Oh, you gotta be kidding! Like, okay, let's get out of here. Oh. Fuck you, Renaissance Fair. Because I, I remember the first time we went down that hill. Because you could go down it, to, go down to, it, and then and then somebody said, well, "Wait till the end of the day when you have to go up it." Like yeah. it's like, ooh, yeah, it was yeah. it was definitely like a, oh, oh. you could just be like, ow, ow, <laughs> yes. ow. But at least we had pickles to keep ourselves. I 
we got myself pick on a stick. <laughs> you know, got myself picking on a stick, walked up that hill and sat down and ate my pick on a stick. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm picking on a stick. <laughs> you know, recuperate. Um, we both had a lot of compliments during the course of the day. Because mm-hmm. I was wearing a, a shirt by an artist that had like the um, Death Rider on it. Yeah. So a lot of people recognized the shirt and the artist like, dude, nice shirt. I was like, thanks. And give him a plug, FrightRags.com. But she got a lot of... A um, lot. Because of my tattoos on my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shirt that I was wearing, well... The people listening aren't going to know, but the white one that was real light and had the, the peasant, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it showed all of my arms. So at one point, I had a lady tell me to go to another station specifically to show the guy working that station my Batman Joker t- tattoo. So I walked over, and of course, there was another guy there who was completely like sleeve, an older guy, completely sleeved up, and um, actually, like while he was doing the hammer thing, like stood there the whole time and talked to me because I had shorts on too. So he seen both my thighs and he seen both my arms and he was like, "Wow, that's some some serious work that you got." Because in total, I have probably over thirty hours of tattooing on my body. So most of what you can see, he's seen and kind of wanted to talk about it while we were standing there. And then people would walk by and be like, "I just need to tell you that I really like your arm." I always get more t- compliments on my Batman Joker than I do on my aerial because guys stop me a lot for this one. Girls don't really stop me about this one, but I've had a couple guys like over the time that I've had them stop me about my aerial and be like, "Oh, that's that's a really nice mermaid." But most of the time, it's my Batman Joker. Okay. And now I'm like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks." Yeah. I mean, I got this tattoo for my love of Batman, but thanks for stopping me in the middle of my yeah. time. Yeah, I've had people stop me and ask me to take pictures of it, which weirds me out a little bit. Like, um, one time he was taking me to the airport. When I was leaving one time, and a guy stopped me and was like, "Can I take a picture of your arm?" And I had to stand there with my shirt up, and I was like, oh, "Fine." <laughs> <laughs> he was a, he was a, a TSA guy. I'm like, you better you not you be on no fly list. Like, <laughs> like you say yes to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty okay with it unless people try to touch me. And then I'm like, it's not Braille. This is not an invitation for you to touch me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> but most of the time, it doesn't really bother me. Okay, because that's the saying. I, I can't imagine like you get have to you have to be used to it by now. Like I'm so cause, used because everybody be like you know, they see it, mm-hmm. they go what you know. Then they have mm-hmm. to ask questions, and then you know, what does it mean? It means I like Batman Joker, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, occasionally, like if I wear a t-shirt, you can still see because it goes down so low. You can still see like the bottom right. part of it, and it's very clearly two faces put together as one. So a lot of times, people will stop me and be like, "Oh, is that Two Face?" And I have to pull it up and show them it's not Two-Face it's Batman and Joker my favorite ones is when the people understand why I got both the faces on one because some people are like oh that's really cool and then other people are like oh my god you think they're like this the one and the same two and I'm like high five you get it <laughs> <laughs> and while we're there she also got a henna tattoo on her hand mm-hmm. yeah you know, as you can fun. see it still there yeah yeah Um, and it will be for they say that henna will last for up to two weeks okay. Um, because it's essentially a skin stain. But the lady that was doing it was obviously not the lady that drew it. And as soon as I pointed out the one I want, she made a face like, oh, that's the one she wants. Like, I knew yeah. she wasn't comfortable with doing it. But the other lady was busy doing, like, a really intricate face paint with stones and glitter and all kind of stuff all over it. Um I thought about getting a face paint, but my makeup was done and it was hot. So I and I was wearing my sunglasses, so it was kind of pointless. You know, <laughs> my Batman sunglasses—you're not going to see any face, any any of my face, anyways. Uh, so I just got the henna, but 
he walked off for a little while to go look at the pewter shop while I was yeah. getting it. And the whole time she just stood there or sat there and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. <laughs> hey, I didn't hear this And part. talked yeah. and talked. And finally I was like, okay, well, if you're going to talk, then I'll just talk over you so that at least we're talking about what I want to talk about. Because <laughs> she was getting on my nerves. But um, it was supposed to be a little bigger and go more on the top of my hand. Yeah. But for 28 bucks, you know, um, I, I'm overall happy with it. That's good. Um, I peeled it off a little sooner than I should have because of moving my hands and wanting to put my hands in my pocket and stuff like that. So probably this part will probably, the part of my fingers will probably last for about two weeks, but the part on the top of my hand will probably only be there for about a week. Okay. So. And then uh, that was pretty much our day. Like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Today we went to go see Sausage Party. Oh. Yeah. Sausage Party. Sausage Party. So uh, let's find out where it hit on the, uh, I mean, it's the second week it's been out. So I did see uh, one of the biggest flops this week that, that came out it was Ben Hur, so I can't wait to see where that lands on the top five. <laughs> All right, kids, here we go. Top five movies. Uh, number five movie was a new release. It was Ben Hur, so that's where it landed. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, it made uh, eleven point three million over the weekend, and that's where it sits with a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, yeah, a lot. This is supposed to, be, wow. supposed to be the biggest flop of the summer so far. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there. I saw interesting articles. Number one about how big the flop was, and a lot of people are going, "Okay, well, is this you know, the audience saying, hey, they're getting tired of remakes?" Because even when I knew, I didn't know they were making a Ben Hur remake. Right. When I finally saw it, I was like, "There is no need for a Ben Hur remake." <laughs> that Charlton Heston movie is a classic. It's like trying to redo Wizard of Oz. It's like trying to do Gone with the Wind. It's like trying to redo. Um, to Ten Commandments. I mean, yeah, sure, they did it with God, Exodus, Gods of uh, Men, but yeah. it wasn't the kind of... St- it was the same story, but told from a different way. Yes. But this Ben-Hur movie, I mean, the well, Charlton we, Heston... As soon as you say Ben-Hur, you automatically know it's going to be a rip-off or a remake yes. of it. You know, it's not like, oh, was, there's there's another Ben-Hur. Like, no, you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's a guy from Chicago who, <laughs> who does uh, arts for uh, art painting for uh, a blind man. No, no, don't get me wrong. I know that the Charlton Heston... Ben-Hur is a remake of the silent movie Ben-Hur. Mm. But, I mean, for the era and with the Cecil B. DeMille doing the, the movie, it's this big... It's it's a three-and-a-half-hour epic movie that had, like, a fucking intermission in it. Yeah. And the intermission was at the end of the... the recall it, the gladiator race. You know, the chariot race. Yeah. It's not the height of the movie. There's still more movies, still more Ben-Hur storyline to talk about. But this movie ended with the chariot race. Like, it's, yay, everyone's, yay. Like, were you expecting a sequel? <laughs> yeah. And then the I'm other... making a two-parter. Yeah, and then the other article was um, how that there was not really... The only really name associated with the Ben-Hur movie was the Morgan Freeman role. The other actors aren't really huge movie stars, so Vanity Fair was trying to... You know, Variety was trying to say, like, well, this is the importance of having, you know, star power to your movie because... If there was a name associated with it, it might have brought more money into the box office. Right. But, I mean, if the movie's a piece of shit, it doesn't matter whose name's attached to it. Exactly. No. But, all right, keep going. What's number? Came in number four. Uh, number four was also a new release, uh, Kobo and the Two Strings. It made $12.6 million over the weekend, and it has a $60 million budget. So yeah, That's weird because it's a kid's flick. Yeah, but I think I think because of of, of the the marketing of it, I mean, I think people are kind of leery about like seeing their kids see it for some reason. Don't ask me why. But every time I see the commercial, I'm like, it's kind of different. 
you know that the, the, the animation style is different yeah. it looks very um like paper work it yes. doesn't really look like it doesn't look like the old tim burton doesn't like uh you know it doesn't look like Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not your also traditional animation. It's definitely kind of has like a South Park quality to it. Yes. Yeah, you know, like it's it's two D, three D kind of mesh, right. but it, they all look like paper characters. It's different, but yeah, I was kind of expecting more. Especially nothing else really came out that week. Oh well, War Dogs came out. That's the number oh, three right. movie. Number is three also movie. new release. Yes, it made fourteen point three million over the weekend, and there is no budget on that one, so I don't know. Not yet. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I, I, I kind of chalk up it. as a loss, really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends on how much they, you know, I mean, obviously how much did it make it's, you know. 14.3 million. So, I mean, yeah, I, mean I mean, it's got to be at least a $60 million picture. Yeah. Because of location and, right. you know, and props. I, I kind of want to see it. It looks fun. It looks entertaining. I mean, it, look, it does look fun. It doesn't look like for something for me to go to the theater and see. That's I definitely probably, would, yeah, like a here. rental or DVD or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, oh, okay. Well, the number two movie was Sausage Party. I'm surprised that's number not, not number one. I really am. It was, it was, it was number two talk. last week. That's that's right because it was number two last week. That's yeah. right. it was already out. That's right. Yeah, I think it's a new release for some reason though because you did because I'm like you see it new. You don't see it a week. Later. I was supposed to see it last weekend, but then it was like no, no, we're gonna go next weekend. So so that made uh, 15.3 over the weekend and 65.3 overall with a 19 million dollar budget. Oh so, uh, yeah, that's uh, a hit. <laughs> Expect Sausage Party too, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Which they did leave off for a sequel. Yeah, yeah, they left it off for, like a, for a, a smart sequel too. Yeah, okay, well I know you saw it. And you'll give a little review yeah. but let's just do the number one sure. we'll get, get out of the way get out of, uh, of course way. number one is Suicide Squad it made uh, <sighs> 20.7 million over the weekend and 262.2 overall in the three weeks release with 170 million dollars 175 million dollar budget so there you go um, yeah again but according to our reports it has the same problem Batman made Superman the marketing campaign behind the film was so overinflated that the movie still needs to hit like eight hundred million dollars worldwide for it to break even. Yes. So, yeah, we'll see. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, we've talked I think in length about you know suicide, our feelings about suicide. Yeah, let's not let's not go. No, down let's, I'm tired of going let, down that road. Let's talk about sausage party. All right. Um, hysterically funny. Okay. Very funny, very hard R-rated comedy. Yes. Do not take your children to go see that movie. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you're okay with your kids hearing language and sexual talk, all right, then bring them. But I mean, it definitely there was like a couple moments and a couple phrases. I was like, ooh, that, that's ooh, I can't believe they did that. I guess it just goes to show you that if someone's coming out of an animated creature, it's okay to say anything you want. Yeah, like I've never heard. I, I the c word was dropped a couple times. I was really? like, yeah, I was like, oh, they went for the oh, they really went for the hard R. You know, yeah. and it, it was it was hysterical. I mean, the plot basically is is that you know these food lives in supermarkets, and they think that once they get chosen, they're going on to a better life once they leave those doors. And the uh, truth is that matters. No, they get eaten. Yeah, they don't know that, and then you find out that that someone does know that. And there's this grand grand adventure, and it's it's hysterically funny. I mean, I can't without spoiling too much. It, it's really really funny. Some really good lines. Voice cast was really was on point. It just seemed to be like uh, Seth Rogen like called on like all his friends like, "Hey guys, you want to do me a favor? You be this guy." Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> want to do a voiceover? Let's go. 
had Ed Norton, Selma Hayek, you know, James Franco, of course, was in it. <laughs> it was like one of those movies that if you're easily offended by anything, you probably don't want to go see it. Right. Yeah. But it does offend everyone oh. on, on every, whether, no matter your race, religion, whether you're straight or, or gay, yeah, doesn't right. matter. They drop some type of offensive song. I mean, I guess it's like they're like, well, if we're gonna offend, we're gonna offend everyone. Uh, you know, because then they can't say we didn't pick on anyone. It was kind of like, like like she said, it it took a shot at everybody. Yeah. I mean, there there was a a, a Hitler reference. Wow. There was there was Jew reference. There was Jewish references. <laughs> you know, um, there was the idea is you know obviously um, Seth Rogen's character is a hot dog and. Um, I forget the girl's name. Uh, Kristen Wiig is a bun, and <laughs> was he kosher? Well, yeah, he was. So, but then there is also too, like when there's just there is a big accident that happens between two carts, which causes the whole scene with the flower and the peanut butter and his wife. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna fix you, which made me laugh hard all the time. I don't know why, because maybe he smears the jelly on his face, yes. like, and like that causes Seth Rogen and Kristen Wiig's characters to get knocked out of the packaging that they were in. But okay. that's because they were trying to save um, the spicy mustard. Honey. The honey mustard that was taken out and brought back because the guy wanted regular mustard and the guy, and the honey mustard's all fucked up. Like, you guys don't understand what's going on out in the real world. Like, tries to warn everybody and everyone's like, this guy's fucking crazy and he yeah. decides to try to commit suicide because the woman picks him and he's like, I'm not going out again and climbs up and... You know, falls backwards, <laughs> and that gets Seth, Seth Rogen's character to grab a hold, and then she runs out to grab a hold of him, and then there's this big bump between two carts, which causes the flower. It's, and so they wind up getting separated as everybody else gets taken out of the, you know, the thing. But during the 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 fracas, there's a bagel, obviously played by a Jewish, but you know, like it's he's Jewish, yeah. and then I forget what the the Arabian food was, um, the Arabic food. He kind of looked like a tortilla. But he wasn't. Okay. He was like the the Arabic version of a tortilla. I don't remember what the name yeah. was. It was kind of hard to figure out what he was. And, and in one point of the movie, someone says, well, you're trying to figure out what I am. And I'm like, I totally am. I have no clue what you are. <laughs> um, but hummus brings them together. Okay. Yeah. But the two of them, like, obviously. they're <laughs> obvi- awful. No, kind of, like, no, well, no, not the, a, What the... It's the, you know, it's the saddest. My, my wife eats hummus all the time, so she eats as a, a pita bread. Yeah, but it wasn't pita bread. It was the, the Arabic version. It was a little okay. f- floppier, you know, because it was, it was, it's hard to describe, but obviously the two of them don't like each other, but they all, they're in the same aisle, but they are always arguing, going, well, they're arguing about aisle space. Like, well, I was here first, and we needed a place. It was definitely, and what was weird is if it's, you know, and I always look, you can, just under the surface, it made fun of all religions. Mm-hmm. It made fun of the atheist, the atheist view, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, they kind of come together. That the there's a moral to the story in a way, but it's 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 so hidden in 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 foul language and obscene stuff that you kind of can go you're too busy laughing right. while you're being taught this lesson you're going the guy this is fucking genius you know <laughs> and it was just and then there's like a moment where um the there's a, a misformed wiener mm. he breaks off from the pack to try to save you know to get back 
And <laughs> he comes across this guy who, what was the drug he was using? Ba- he was taking bath salts. <laughs> he was taking bath salts. And apparently bath salts is the gateway between the both worlds <laughs> because this guy could hear everything that the food was saying, everything was saying. Yeah. So he flips out, you know, it's just... <laughs> As these things are talking to him, and that's where the toilet paper comes. He's like, "Yeah, what do you do? You don't want to know. You don't want to fucking know." As he's talking to him, and the gum, the gum. <clears throat> you know, there's a uh, we call it um, a oh my god, what's the guy in the wheelchair? How Stephen long? Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, it's Stephen Hawking type character, but he, he's Mania Suna. It he gives his all his properties. But you can call him gum because that's what he is. But he's in like this wheelchair with this battery, and he, he he's got these big goggles, and, he, and he's positioned like yeah. how yeah. Stephen Hawkins is, and he kind of talks like this too. It's hysterical. It is so. It's it's definitely one of those movies. Like if you got nothing to do and you got an hour and a half to kill, and you don't, you're not offended easily. Home run, home run of a movie. Okay. Yeah. You know, then there's a big. You know. I mean. Lots of sex talk, lots of drug references. It is really offensive and rude and, and vulgar. <laughs> vulgar. So, so it's basically like Seth Rogen had a high trip and he goes, yes. Whoa, yes. Yes. food, yes. man. Yes. yes. What would that story be like? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly it. how he came up with that. And then there's like a little <laughs> twist at the end to kind of give you a, uh, what do you call it? Um, an opening for a sequel if you wanted to do yeah. it. You're like, oh, that's just genius. That That's just like I don't want to spoil it because it's so good. I'll tell you when we get off the air. Okay. You, you don't mind, but uh, definitely it is definitely a, a keeper. Okay. Uh, um, the the Alan Minkin, the guy that wrote all of the music for Little Mermaid and Pocahontas and right. Hercules and Tangled and there's a couple other that I don't remember wrote the music for this movie because there there is an opening <laughs> song like a, your typical. It's kind of like your typical animated film where there's like a big giant. Like song yeah. and dance number for like these guys, but like they're so happy for the guides, and then all of a sudden, but there's foul language in it, yeah. but they're all happy, and that's where you kind of, you know, the Hitler. It's I forget, it's like a um, like um, I want to say sauerkraut, like a like a seasoning sour. He's like he wants to kill all the juice, you know, <laughs> and, and it's like it's just, it just so funny. And then Selma Hayek plays a taco, a taco shell. A lesbian taco. A lesbian taco shell. <laughs> and then there's the villain is a douche <laughs> who gets juiced up. <laughs> it definitely sounded like it was a lot of this. <sighs> okay, this is going to happen. What do you think of this happening? Oh my God, it's so funny. Write that down. <sighs> and then we'll have a douche who juices up. <sighs> That's exactly what it was. Exactly. You just knew they were stoned the whole time uh, they wrote this movie. I can't wait for the Blu-ray because they better have some really goddamn good special features. There's some outtakes. Oh, uh, there's got to be some outtakes in it. Or them uh, in studio doing yeah. it because that'll be hilarious. I'm waiting yeah. for the <laughs> of Seth Rogen. So I I recommend it. I guess it was a great movie. Yeah. It That's really good. was. That's good. They had um, a preview for the, the, the last Resident Evil movie, okay. which looks good. I'm a big fan of that series, so I'm all in. That's why I haven't bought the, any of the movies on Blu-ray. So I'm like, I'll just get the box set. Yeah. <laughs> then they had a couple other movies. There's a, a interesting movie by the guys who, the producers of um, 
Evil Dead, who it's kind of like these kids go into this blind guy's house to rob him. Yeah. But this blind guy is like... Uh, he's a badass. He's, yeah, a super badass. Like, looks I've like seen a, that in the commercials. Yeah, so I know what you're looked, talking about. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Damn, I can't remember the movie. I don't know. But it looked really it. it looked really good, but it not really like a... I'm going to rush right out to the theaters, but it definitely is like... It oh. wasn't scary looking, but it was one of those things like um, at one point he like cuts the lights out and he tells the kids like, now you're going to see what I see. And obviously they're on like... um. Uh, like night vision yeah you can still see them but you can they did really good making it making it look like they couldn't see you know the whole time there's no eye contact with the camera they really are trying to like find their bearings but and feel around and all of that and and, um don't breathe or something is what it's called something about not breathing yeah 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 Yeah, don't breathe yeah that's it yeah and the guy who plays the blind guy is the guy who was the bad guy in well avatar but you didn't see Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy who was also campaigning to be uh, Cable. Yes. When they, you know, and I was like, ah, all right, you know, it looks good, but not like Rush for Out in the Theater good. Yeah. There was a couple other things. I was like, I had no interest in seeing. In the Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, the Kevin Hart concert movie. What now? What now? Where he's, you know, um, apparently it's, a, uh, it's basically Eddie Murphy's Raw. His oh, version. Okay, okay. Where he's in, looks like he sells out. It's a football field. I don't know what football field. Like, being that he's from Philadelphia, I don't know if it's the Lincoln. I don't know if it's the Link or or Mad- it's not. I know it's not Madison Square Garden, but it's because it's an indoor. Right. But I'm like, I wonder what theater. I wonder what um um stadium he sold out. Oh, okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's well. Actually, le- next weekend is technically the last weekend for summer releases. So I have one last weekend oh, okay. here of all of all the movies that are coming out next weekend to see if there's any. That would interest you or anybody else. So let's see where do we go. Uh, Bloodfather with uh, Mel Gibson and Aaron Morati. Morati. Yeah, that's how. All right. Um, that's that one where he's kind of like a like a, a like an alcoholic or drug addict, and then oh okay, he, he has a kid that he never hears from, and then all of a sudden she calls and needs help. And oh, then, so it's like Mel Gibson's version of Taken. Exactly. <laughs> it's not reverse. It's Mel Gibson. It's reverse. Instead of it's, it's like she comes sees him, and then like he lives in a trailer park, and he's right. he, like he has kind of friends in this trailer park, and they have to stop these gangs, uh, gang bangers I, I, to come I, in and I, stop him. What I heard about the movie is that that it shows that Mel Gibson still is a great actor. It's just that you know, obviously, because of all his his you know problems in yes. the past, makes it, it tough to sell that movie. Yeah. Hey, what else is coming out? Uh, Don't Breathe is actually the movie oh, we're okay. talking about. That's coming out next week. It's starring Jane Levy. All right. So, uh, Hands of Stone with Edgar Ramirez and Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. That was the other one. It's basically a untold true story of the Sugar Ray Leonard, um, um, Oscar De La Hoya fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, and, uh, and Usher Raymond plays Sugar Ray. Usher, uh, you know, the, like. The singer. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> that's, that's not who sings that song. Who sings that song? I, not Usher. Really? It's not Usher. I thought not, it was. It's not. Uh, All right. Google, Google it real quick, but it's not Usher. And finally, <laughs> not Cisco. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And finally, the last movie is Mechanic Resurrection uh, with oh. uh, Jason Statham and Jessica Alba. Yeah, it's a sequel to the Mechanic. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. I should ask that if well, Dad didn't because he went with us. And he didn't seem to have any interest in the Hands of Stone, which I was surprised because he likes because Sugar Ray Leonard. He he'll, he'll he probably will go. Oh, I know everything there is to know about that fight. And 
the narrow kind of plays like the a trainer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like the trainer that De La Hoya doesn't want, but then he loses a fight. But he needs. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's like, hey, I'm a fighter. I'm on top. Oh, I get one loss. Now I need the American's help. <laughs> 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 to help overcome beating up the skinny, fancy, dancing black guy. You know? <laughs> I... But I, but Usher, okay, like you know, I know the singer Usher, and yeah, talk about it doesn't look like him at all. Like no, he, he got real. Scr- I mean, he's muscular wise, like he's you can tell he's like worked out a little bit for it, but he didn't get super big. He's actually kind of scrawny, you mm-hmm. know, has like this big afro. That was Sugar which, Ray back yeah, then. Yeah, which is not Usher. He normally keeps like a real low faded haircut, um, but it definitely didn't look like he was gonna start popping and locking on in the ring you know like, well then there was a lightweight fight that wasn't the heavy yeah, right. yeah. Fight, they were, they so that's, that's, that's why they're like usually a little bit scornier looking but it doesn't like if if you saw a picture of Usher like the singer like how I remember him yeah. or how I remember last time I saw him to this I'm looking at going who's that Cause I gotta be honest he looked more like a bigger version of Tommy Davidson Tommy Tommy uh, um, Tommy Davidson yeah. the comedian yeah. actor because they had the same kind of facial structure a little bit but it was like that can't be him because he's no, he's not that big. Like he's skinny, muscular. Like mm-hmm. you know, this guy looked like he was skinny, but more more muscle than it was like not. I was just like, anyway. So like they gave Usher's full name. I was like, is that Usher, the singer? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> Isn't Usher the one that brought us that douchebag? Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing that movie now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? We we did forget to mention something we were talking about our weeks. is something we did Thursday. Oh, yeah. We saw Blazing Saddles. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we came over and we saw Blazing Saddles. I think the idea was to have Stacy see movies that we've seen like over and over again like a thousand times and kind of get her to speed since she's so much younger than us <laughs> you know to see like where our comedy comes from where where we get our it, it was i i put it it's the to understand the man that you that you're with you have to see these movies to understand where he comes from yes <laughs> that says a lot for you babe <laughs> <laughs> makes a little bit of sense now yeah, i get it i get it all right so uh well those people who don't see the thing is those who doesn't know who plays what plays in saddles is did you know before? Like I've heard the 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 words "Blazing Saddles" put together. I knew that it was a movie. Okay. Um, my brother, because he was really close with his stepfather growing up, mm-hmm. watched a lot of the movies that like he. When Sean talks about movies, I'll call Josh and be like, "What is he talking about?" And Josh always knows. He mm-hmm. always knows. So although he's my age, he watched a lot of what his stepdad watched. So he okay. kind of is a little bit more. Um, cultured when it comes to movies than I am. Okay. Um, definitely appreciates older movies. I, I think that they're kind of cheesy and corny and sometimes they put me to sleep, which Blazing Saddles did not. So yay for you guys. Um, but Sean had to- talked about it so much and then you know, I told Josh about it, and Josh was like, Stacey, watch the movie. Just just sit down and just suck it up and watch the movie. Because yes. I don't really... I need a little bit of more than the cheesy effects, and you know, like it's, it's a little—it's just before my time. That's that's all I can really say about it, you know. But it did, I did get the jokes that were in it. Okay. I see why it's offensive and could not be remade today. I totally. 
in the very in the opening scene when they dropped the end bombs that they did, I was like, okay, people are gonna burn down theaters if they try yes. to remake this. You know, so I, I get that. Um, I did. There was some funny where I like laughed out loud and laughed to myself. So like I, I got it. Um, the only person that I recognized in it was um, Gene Wilder. Yes, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, was the only person I recognized <laughs> in it. But when he said, when we were sitting together, he was like, oh, you're going to know one person. As soon as I seen him, I was like, oh, that's the one person that I know. Instantly, <laughs> I knew because I love Willy Wonka. Not so much the new one, um, Charlie, and the Cho- Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yes. although I love Johnny Depp. It's a little too colorful for me, which is a lot coming from me. Just a bit too whimsical for me. Um, would much rather like the original right. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, but... Would I sit down and watch Blazing Saddles again? If he insists on watching it and, like, the iPad's dead and my phone's phone's dead. There's nothing else on TV. And all my my crowns are broken (laughs) and my my fancy chameleon pens are out of ink. Yeah. And my legs are broken and I can't yeah, and I move, can't so we, I, I can't go anywhere. So he's forcing me to watch this. Then yes, I'm, yes, I'll watch my it. My eyelids are glued open. No, it does. I don't want to go to sleep watching it. It was funny enough. And I like offensive movies. You know, like I, yeah. I, it doesn't bother me that movies poke fun at different religions and races. I don't care. I'm not easily offended on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So it was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm enjoying watching this, you know, and then on the parts where you kept telling him to shut up because he would pre-laugh. <laughs> yeah, you, you could see his face. Like, his face was like just red. He's holding it in because <laughs> he knows here it comes. Like, this is the yeah. this is the big payoff. This, this, is, this scene is it. Like, this is the pinnacle, one of the pinnacle scenes out of all the other scenes. But the next scene is the next pinnacle one. Right. But he, you would see it his face. He's like, he's like holding in it because he doesn't want to laugh yeah. until you see it right. and then laugh and then he can laugh out loud But then you would tell him not to laugh so I still knew something funny was coming. <laughs> It I was nice that. to enjoy it through y'all. You know, like I when when y'all laughed so hysterically, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, that wasn't funny for me because I'm so much younger, but it was funny for you guys, and that was nice because he tells me all the time that to I like to go experience new things, especially yeah. up here because I'm not from here. That stuff that he's done a thousand times over, and he's like, well, it's not really, you know, I've done it already, but I want to experience it with you. Yeah, it was kind of like the roles were reversed. I got to experience it with y'all. So like, I mean. I'll probably watch it again if I have to. I, and I won't go it. to sleep. It's not something you would watch over and over it's, again. Yeah, it's definitely. But like, like, like sometimes like you see it on cable, you go, you know what? I'm going to watch it because it's there. And I'm right. not like, yeah. I'm going to pull out the DVD and, and Blu-ray and stick it in. And then when commercial comes on, you keep going to something else. That's right. Yeah. You know, or or if it's on like a a movie channel, you kind of sit there and watch the whole thing. And next thing you're going, oh my god, you watch the whole movie? I just lost an hour and a half. My time <laughs> shits. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Must be to be working an hour ago. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. So. I'm late because I'm blazing saddles. <laughs> but it was so funny. Is this worth it? All I have to say is blazing saddles at work, and they're like, "Okay, you're, you're yeah, excused." You're excused. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Okay. All right. So, well, since going, since we did watch it on Blu-ray, ah. why don't you tell us what's coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD? Ed, oh, bad segue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to keep it moving, Ed. Moo. All right. Well, here we go. Releases of the week: uh, Huntsman and uh, Winter's War, the extended edition, is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. Yeah. Okay. That's got Emily Blunt in it. 
I've, I've seen the movie. Oh, you did? I did. I okay. actually went and seen it in theaters. Okay. We watched, Dad was watching a movie. Uh, I can never pronounce the name. It's the Benicio Del Toro movie. Emily Blunt's in it. Sicario? Sicario. Sicario. Sicario, yeah. yeah. And she's like, why does she look familiar? I'm like, it's Emily Blunt. You might remember her from, I know she didn't see the Tom Cruise, you know, um, live, die, repeat movie. Yeah. You know, Edge of Tomorrow. But I was like, she was in the the, the Huntsman, the sequel. She's like, oh, okay. She was in the <laughs> Devil Wars Prada, too, and I've seen that also. Yeah. So, okay, what else you got there? Uh, Ratchet and Clank is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD and HD. Digital yeah, HD. All right. I, I mean, basically, when you play the video game, you play the, you, you watch, you've seen the movie. <laughs> uh, Psycho 4, The Beginning, is coming out on Blu-ray. I need that movie. <laughs> you need that movie. That is, okay, the original Psycho is a classic and masterpiece. Yes. This one, I don't think anyone's seen, but it is an amazing movie because it's it's still got Anthony Perkins in it, mm-hmm. but it's it's told there's it, the story goes real rough. It's like an anniversary of Psycho, mm-hmm. and there's a woman on a talk like a, like one of those midnight talk radio programs mm-hmm. that's talking about it. He calls into the radio program, and she's like a junior psychiatrist kind of thing, like a like a Doctor Drew kind of thing, right? And he tells the story of how he became who he is. So it's um, it's him and a flashback. And the flashback, I think it's... I want to say Gene Seymour, but I'm not really sure. It might be somebody else. Okay. But the boy who plays young Anthony, Hop- Anthony Perkins is the kid who played Henry in E.T. Uh, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Yeah, he played Elliot. Elliot. Um, and it's his great... It's like kind of like an origin story. And it's really good. And then there's this fucking twist at the end I'm going holy shit like and it was really 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 good and it was like wow because it was a psycho movie but it also wasn't because it had nothing really to do with it had to do with the relationship between him and his mother and what his mother did to him to make him the killer that he became and he's being open and honest to this woman on the radio program because he was supposed to be cured and you know throughout psycho one psycho two and psycho three mm-hmm. he's been cured you know of his you know afflictions you might say right so he tells his side of the story to this woman and during the course you know you see him kind of start breaking down a little bit and there's a reason for him kind of losing it a little bit mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god holy crap and it was really really good like that's i mean if you're a fan of the psycho movies that is skip two and three and go right from one to four because it was fucking great movie <laughs> not too bloody not too gory but it was more like a like a thriller it was really good so there you go. That's my, that's my pick of the week. So there you go. <laughs> what else is coming out? <laughs> well, this one I have no information on. Just other than the title, Vincent Price: The Ultimate Collection. It's out on DVD, not Blu-ray. And I've tried to look for what movies are in this collection uh, and that kind of stuff. And there's really nothing out there other than what's on Amazon's website. You know, because we actually get our our movies through DutchDigitalBits.com and they present it through Amazon. So I was right. trying to find it, but I was trying to find other ways I couldn't. So. If you don't, if you see it out there and, and you look over and you go, I don't have one of these movies. Maybe it's worth buying. I don't know. Right. But it's on DVD. It's not Blu-ray too. So I don't want to make sure put that out there right. too. Well, he's had such a huge career and he's been in so many movies. It's probably like, hey, here's just about anything he's ever been in. Yeah. So I mean, still, if you're a Vincent Price fan, you know, it's definitely a, a one you put onto your bookshelf. And what else? Of course, now that that uh, fall is coming into play on all the TV shows, so all those TV shows from last season are start coming. Sean starts showing out all his cash. That's right. Well, this one you might not. It's Roots is coming out. The new Roots that they they did. Uh, 
uh, on AMC. I yeah, think it was. yes, was or I don't TNT. Know, some some deep cable show that yes. I, I, I didn't see it. I mean, I saw the original Roots because again, it's the seventies yeah. and limited With television. television. And uh, I, I just I gotta be honest, I never saw a reason to remake it because the the original is so good. Yep. Like it just to me again, it's one of those like Hollywood decisions. You know what we need? New Roots. <laughs> like I mean, they even tried doing like a Roots: The Next Generation type thing. Yeah. Um, on television, and it just never worked. The original is such a masterpiece that I, I don't understand so why, why they, they tried to remake like, it. Yep. But I, all right. I mean, go ahead. What else is coming on? Uh, DC's Legends Tomorrow season one's coming on the Blu-ray oh, and DVD. Uh, the Walking Dead season six coming out. I gotta catch up on that. <laughs> NCIS season uh, thirteen is coming out. Oh, baby, we're not gonna do anything at all in the next couple of weeks because I'm gonna be broke. <laughs> We're going to the Crayola Factory Saturday. Oh, that's so. right. Elementary um, season four is also coming out. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I should have finished season three. I have that on DVD. Uh, Lucifer, the complete first season. I need that out. too because that show's phenomenal. <laughs> Crayola Factory. Uh, how about I, how about the Strain season two? Okay, okay. I never got to finish it on TV, so yeah, I'm in. Uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead on season one is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Crayola. Damn it! <laughs> so lucky I love you. <sighs> um, this one, obviously, I don't think you will. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine season three. Yeah, I'm out. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wonder Years, the complete series with a new slipcase. Ooh, is coming out. Yes. I was never. I never watched the show when it first aired either. Didn't I? Was never. I was never a Wonder Years kind of guy. But it has a new slipcase. Doesn't matter. I've, I've never really seen the show. I'm not going to rush out. And, it was one of those kind of shows. Like it was a, a growing up show. It was, yeah. it was, I think one Wonder Years was on. I was probably watching like Boy Meet well, Boy Meet World. And I, was, I wasn't on at the same time. It was something obviously something on at that time that as a kid or as a teenager, it was funnier to me than the Wonder Years. I mean, I, I understood everyone's crush with Winnie. Yeah. You know, I got it. You know, but I was like, nah. Sorry, it wasn't my. I mean, I wasn't a faithful watcher of it, but I watched a f- quite a few I, episodes. I of think it. I think I saw maybe like one or two episodes when it first aired. Okay. You know, I got. I wish go, I wish I, I wish we were at the studios because I could at least Google search like when what time it was on, whether shows were against it. Yeah. So I can go. That was watching that show. Yeah. Like you know, maybe I was watching Family Ties or, or you know if it was on Sundays, it definitely was Married with Children. Like it was yeah. something else was definitely preoccupying me. Right. <laughs> All right, that's all I have for uh, movies and, and, and television. But obviously, you can't give me a really an honorable mention because you don't have a computer in front of you. That's true, but I think my honorable mention would have been, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Psycho 4. The, like Psycho 4. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be my pick of the week. All right. Well, we have a list of video games this week, which is Ooh. kind of surprising. Yes. Three? Three video games, Ed? Ten. 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 Wow. Ten. Three that I know that only matter. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's go. Oh, nine. I'm sorry, nine. Okay. Let's count it. Madden NFL 17 by EA Sports for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's Madden. What do you expect? (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, hey, it's, are you ready for some football? (laughs) It's got, we got Gronsky or whatever the guy's name is um, from the Patriots. He's on the cover. So maybe he'll blow a knee this year. Uh, <laughs> the Madden curse in full effect. There you go. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided by Square Enix for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Uh, hopefully I will have a, uh, a we call it review for that next week. All right. Uh, Worms WMD All-Stars by Sold Out for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. 
Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know I know the Worms series. I just didn't know they were doing one for the PS4, but okay. And King King of Fighters 14 by Atlas USA for the PS4. That's that, a Tuesday release. That's a big deal because it's a Sony exclusive. And yeah. King of the Fighters is, is, is a big, long-running series. Okay. So those are a really, really good series. I played a couple of them. I mean, if you like fighting games, it's definitely up there. You okay. Know, with, with street the Street Fighters and the Mortal Kombat's. All right, and these are the ones you really don't know about other than the worms. Uh, Nintendo Selects, Lego City Undercover by Nintendo for the Wii U, and that's a Friday release. Okay. These are games already kind of released, yeah, but they, like, they, so I think far, they, yeah. they've lowered the price, basically. Yeah, Nintendo is still trying to sell their stuff, so it, it's, they're all like $20 games. Yeah, so Nintendo Selects, The Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker HD by Nintendo for the Wii U, and that's a Friday release. Wind Walker? Walker, sorry. Okay. I was like, Wind Waker? No, well, no, Walker. W-A-K-E-R? Yeah, you said Waker, I think, in the beginning. Isn't it? Isn't it? No, yeah, Wind Waker. Yeah. W-A-K-E-R. Yeah, Waker. I guess it is Wind Waker. Yes. All right. I'm not looking at the paper, so I'm like, all right. Ed, sorry. I just threw Ed's off, completely off. Heck, yeah, you can look at that. Um, anyway, anyway that uh, Nintendo selects Luigi's Mansion, The Dark Moon by Nintendo for the 3DS, and it's a Friday release. Nintendo selects Tamagotchi Life by Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. And finally, Nintendo selects Lego City Undercover, The Chase Begins for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. And that is all the releases for video games there are. Yeah, like I said, I got nothing. I mean, outside of the No Man's Sky, which is pretty much the same as my review from last week, it's still the same. <laughs> a lot of walking. I did get off the I did get off the island planet. I got to another planet. That's it. <laughs> you know, um, next week, uh, next show, I should have a, a decent review on Deus Ex because I like that. I love that series. Okay, and uh, I can't wait to play it. So uh, we'll uh, have that. And until then, I mean, I guess we'll we'll take a break and come back and do the no news. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday nights starting at six p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen, or heard, or like to bring up, you can just email him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And I will just keep going until Ed gets the thing. I forgot to do something. He forgot to bring up the end of the show part <laughs> stuff because... Anyway, folks, now it's just now that's just us. I apologize. Should fiddle and fiddle and fiddle. All right, see you next week. See you next week. Uh, maybe you should hit play on that. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Why don't you play that again? Okay, I will. <laughs> Bye, everybody. That was wonderful. Bravo. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!